Hello, everyone. How are you feeling today? How are you really feeling? Have you ever noticed that when someone asks you this, we tend to want to offer something succinct, something fairly accurate, but simple. I think that most of the time we might answer great or I'm fine or good or okay. Maybe it's a short answer of I'm not feeling that great today or I'm a bit tired, but it really seems that most of the time we go with a good, great, fine. I want you to take a second and just sit with your body. Quiet down your thoughts and assess how is my body feeling right now? What does it feel like today? What does it feel like most days? I am doing an anti-inflammatory diet reset this week. So I want to talk to you a little bit about that. Why I'm doing it? What am I eating? Where did I get the idea? Is it hard to do? All of that info I want to get into. But first, it's really helpful if you take this minute to assess how you feel every day. Do you feel good every day? Do you tend to feel tired or stressed or irritable more often than you feel good? I just recently heard Dr. Mark Hyman talk on Mel Robbins' podcast about the idea of food as medicine. He was talking about the idea that our body has everything it needs to heal itself, but it needs the right fuel which would be good foods to help it to do so. We all know that in general, the American diet is not the healthiest. It's full of sugar, salt, processed foods, bad fats and grease and alcohol, from soda to pizza to sweets and candy. We take in all of these foods that taste so good when we eat them, and then we feel a certain way every day. And what happens sometimes is that we don't automatically make that connection between our diet and how we feel. Now, I know that when you overeat and you are full and your stomach feels so uncomfortable, it's easy to make that connection, right? When you overdrink and your head hurts the next morning, we get it. <laughs> the connection is obvious. But I don't think that it is as obvious when we just have a steady stream of those kinds of foods, soda, white flour, white sugar every day, in what we think of as just normal amounts. And then every day we just kind of feel, eh, blah, so-so. We feel tired in the morning. So then we have our coffee. We feel hungry throughout the day. So we might snack on foods that are the most convenient. We might feel stressed at the end of a workday. So we have a drink or two. I know for me, I avoid feeling how it feels to not accomplish everything on my list that I want to accomplish during the day. So it's easy for me to turn to sweets at night while I watch TV instead of diving into the things on that list. And then we kind of feel, eh. 
And we just don't make that connection that maybe we're eating a crappy diet and it is affecting how we feel. Let me give you another scenario that I can relate to. And I know that a lot of you can relate to. We decide that we want to get healthier or that we want to lose some weight. We pick a goal weight. We pick a diet. We decide if we want to do low carb or keto or clean eating or protein shakes or count points and follow Weight Watchers. I know that so far a lot of you are with me on this. It sounds familiar, right? Maybe we even pick an exercise plan and decide what we are going to do and how often and for how long. Then we get started and we do pretty well. We do most of what we plan. Maybe some days we do all of what we plan. And then other days we do so-so or we don't do it. But I know that for me, when I make a plan, it's usually some pretty good foods. If I look at the anti-inflammatory diet, there are many of those same foods. But there are also things on there that fall into one diet category, but not another. Let me explain what I mean. So for instance, if I do a pre-mixed protein shake, that would be good on the keto diet if it has low sugar but it would not ever be on the clean eating or the anti-inflammatory diet because it's a processed food. On one diet, you can have sour cream or bananas or a potato, but not on another diet. Does that make sense? When I heard about the anti-inflammatory one, I was amazed at the list of symptoms that people can have either sometimes or ongoing symptoms that they might have all of the time, such as allergies, asthma, ADHD, anxiety, headaches, arthritis, and on and on, that when they tried this diet, and on the podcast, they were talking about just doing this diet for 10 days only as a reset, how these symptoms went completely away, like totally gone. As in, they were symptoms that their body was showing when it was fueled by the regular American diet or even the healthy eating that we do that does have many healthy foods. But then it also includes other foods, maybe bread, artificial sweeteners, just processed foods that unknowingly are resulting in the way our body feels. And unless we know better, we don't even realize that we might have any control over this whatsoever. If you want to really dive deeper into this, what you can look at is the idea of functional medicine. You can check out several books by Dr. Mark Hyman, or you can just look at the basics of the anti-inflammatory diet either as a quick reset or as a lifestyle change. For me, the information that I wanted to have was, what is it like to follow this for 10 days or even just for a week? So I am committing to following this diet this week. I'll tell you what I'm eating 
And I want you to know that I may be committed to sticking to it, but I'm not an expert in this diet. I am just learning about it. And it is really super interesting to me, the whole idea of food as medicine. My plan for this week is eggs for breakfast with some veggies, tomatoes or peppers, some avocado. For lunch, a big, decent-sized salad with lots of nuts and seeds on it, maybe some protein, and just oil and vinegar. I'm going to skip the processed salad dressings that I usually have for just this week. Now, for the past few weeks, I've been doing a breakfast and lunch, just coffee with a protein shake in it instead of cream, and then a protein shake for lunch. So going back to these whole foods and no shake, and yes, no coffee either, is really a huge change for me. For dinner, I'm doing three quarters of my plate as veggies and then some meat, chicken, fish, shrimp, or pork chop or beef, and buying organic and pasture fed this week. I honestly don't usually do that all of the time. But most everything that we bought this week, since it's a reset, has been organic. Also, beans, sweet potatoes, and quinoa can be on the menu. And that's it. For liquids, lots of water, maybe some seltzer, but no alcohol, no coffee. Now, I'm doing this strictly because it's a reset. If I was doing this as a lifestyle change, it wouldn't be as strict. There's lots of other breakfasts that I would have after this, whole grain toast with avocado, um, smoothie with berries um, and almond milk. There's lots of anti-inflammatory foods as I will add back in a lot of other things, little bit of dairy, but try to stick with those good foods. But for this week, I'm being strict because it's a reset and it's a big change for me. And I want to tell you why I'm excited to try it because it's a big change for me. And I love a good experiment. And I know that when you really do a scientific experiment, you only change one element at a time. And I coach other people on this. One change, only one. So that you know that the results you're getting are directly related to that specific change. That's why everything else ideally needs to stay the same. But you know what? I want to see this week what a radical change does. Because I've been doing that thing for a long time where I make one change and I try it. And I make another change and I try it. And I haven't really found the thing since March of 2020 where a lot of things changed all at once. And I lost 40 pounds. And I attributed it to the diet that I followed then. But let me tell you this. I fasted until noon, except for coffee with cream and stevia. And then I had a salad for lunch with protein and a salad with protein for dinner or protein with cooked veggies. And then I had corn at night usually because I loved having my popcorn at night. And that worked really well, except that there were other changes that might have contributed that happened at the same time. Work stopped because of COVID. 
I began training at the life coach school for my certification. My wife, then fiance, and I redid the whole house. We painted, we rearranged, we redid the kitchen walls and countertops. I built a website and I began coaching others. My daily routine completely changed from going to work in the gym and trying to fit in laundry and cleaning and cooking around a full schedule to feeling like we had a lot of time on our hands and filling that time with things that we really wanted to do. Were those factors in losing weight? Quite possibly. So I want to see what a full diet change can do as compared to these little changes that I have been making. This is what I would like for you to take away from this episode today. First, I want you to know that the anti-inflammatory diet exists. I want you to know that there are medical professionals out there that practice functional medicine, which basically is saying, instead of treating symptoms, like we very often do, we have a symptom, we take a medicine. To get down to the root of why you are experiencing the symptoms and that it can very, very, very often be treated by a change in diet. I want you to know what the good foods are. Organic vegetables and fruits. The best fruits are berries. Organic pasture-fed meat, poultry, fish, beans, nuts, and seeds. Whole grains, not processed ones. Good fats like avocado, olive oil. As far as all of the rules, almond flour, oat milk, stevia, I'm just going to say that you have to look and decide for yourself. For a short reset like I am doing, I'm not doing any of those things. But for a longer lifestyle change, I will have some of those other things. Because you have to decide what it is that you are willing to do. And there's so much information out there. It's easy to get overwhelmed, especially when those different diets have different rules and there's certain foods that you can eat on one diet and not on another. So when I coach, the one thing that I always stick to with my clients is to see if something works for you or doesn't work for you. Try it and see. What works for one person will not work at all for another. That's why I love the idea of a reset. Get back to square one, no bad foods in my body at all, and then put back in what works. And if I'm not getting to my weight goal, or if my body is not feeling good, then I can take out the things that are getting in my way. If I can give up coffee completely this week, which I have done before, and then I went back to it, then I know that I can make any changes that I need to if it's going to help me get to my goal. When you are willing to commit, you can get to your goal. The trick is that many of us are willing to have a goal, but then we're not willing to do all of the steps. 
to get there. And I get this. I do this all the time. It sounds good in theory, but myself included, when it comes time to not having that evening snack, we just want to have that little temper tantrum and not follow our plan. I get it. I really do. That's why small, bite-sized commitments are great. I did not snack last night because I am fully committed to this week. And it's just this week. It's a small length of time. So I know that I can do it. If I had planned no more evening snacks in my life for good, I would probably never stick to that. It's way too much. But just for this one week, I can fill up a dinner and not have a snack, I think. (laughs) If I decide one night, that I just can't stick to it. Then it's going to be an apple warmed up with cinnamon, no sugar. So I won't fall through with something I don't want to eat. I have a backup plan just in case. So again, how are you feeling today? Assess that body and ask yourself, what are you willing to change or to try if there is Anything in your body that doesn't feel 100% fantastic? Is there any one thing that you might be willing to give up, even if it's just for one week, just to see what happens? If there is something that you are going to change after listening to this podcast, let me know. I would love to hear from you. Have a great week and happy eating, my friends. 